Laura. Dueling Genre Productions presents Geek by Night, Episode 16, Under the Bridge, Part 4. Written by Michael Austin Gulick and Sean Gantworker. on my way. But listen, I'm sorry, dude. For everything. I know things are looking bad, and they're pretty much all my fault. But um, it's gonna get a whole hell of a lot worse if we don't do something quick. What are you talking about? There's kind of, sort of, maybe a teensy tiny bomb somewhere in the store that's definitely about to blow you all to kingdom come. That's not funny. No, it's not. Where? I have no idea, but I'm gonna sniff it out like that dumb invention from Richie Rich then shut it down. The Smellmaster 9000. This is why we're friends, Elliot. You can somehow remember stupid random shit like that. I need you to do something for me. I'm pre box out and drowning in a sea of anger and estrogen, so I need you to find your inner Moses so I can get to the promised land. I don't know if that's... Elliot, I know I give you a lot of crap for being sensitive and stuff, but being sensitive, not wearing any armor, it just means you don't need any. You're stronger than you think, and you can take whatever life throws at you, including this. I'll try. I'm going to fix this. Either that, or die trying. But honestly, I'd prefer the former. Take care of yourself, buddy. Actually, kind of not doing that for once. What did he say? Is he coming to help? Good news, bad news. Uh-oh. Bad news. There's apparently a bomb set to go off somewhere in the store. What? Oh, God, what? Let's not overreact. Uh, what's the good news, Elliot? Oh, uh, I guess, I guess there wasn't really any good news. I'm just used to saying those two things together. Awesome! We're going to die. Gibson says he can stop it from going off. He just needs my help clearing a path for him to get through. So you're going to do your thing? I'm going to do my thing. I swear you people never listen to me. Okay, so I have no idea what I'm doing. Simon, any ideas? You just need to focus a little. Try to aim it. I don't really know what that means in this context, but I'll give it a shot. (laughs) Sounds like you have their attention. I'm going to run for it. Hopefully they'll follow me. Keep an eye on Gibson and make sure he can break through. I forgot how much I do not enjoy this! This is not a fantasy for me! Wait, no! We're in the middle of a riot! Where are you all going? We still have a store to vandalize! I don't think they can hear you, sir. Drat! Have we been foiled again, Billy? Indubitably, sir. Mercy! Peppermint Patty! Out of the way! Hmm. Where do you think he's going in such a hurry? I'm not sure, sir. Bathroom emergency? Oh, yes. I'm all too familiar with that particular dance. (gasps) That reminds me, Billy. I'd like to get a bidet installed in my office. I always wanted to try one of those. Me too, sir. Me too. Well, you can get your own. This one will be mine. Of course, sir. (sighs) Oh, God. So much running. I am not 20 anymore. Okay, whew. So, if I were a bomb, what would I smell like? I smell... Garbage. Horrible, rotting garbage. And, uh... Urine? Yeah, okay. Oh, this is not pleasant. Let's see. 
<sighs> Wet cigarettes. <laughs> Old newspapers. A moldy cardboard standee of Green Lantern. Wait, 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 wait. Something fresh. Something wooden and uh, coppery. Ooh, copper. Hey. And that's a bingo. Victor, I kind of need some assistance. Oh, do you? I'm currently staring at a real big bomb with a short timer, and I need you to hurt locker it with me. Where are you? Behind the store. It's a whole big thing, and but basically you were right, and I was wrong, and I'd really like to not die right now. Gibson, I want you to take a deep breath and describe it to me. <sighs> okay. Okay, it looks like uh, a big Pringles can that's capped at both sides. Okay, well, it's a pipe bomb. Just your run-of-the-mill, I want to be an amateur terrorist for a day weapon of reasonably large destruction. Is that... Good? All told, it's one of our better options. It'll make a sizable crater, but it won't destroy the city at large. But the people here... Are at significant risk. Yeah. We're not going to let that happen, are we? No, we are not. Okay. First things first, do you have a knife on you? Uh, I have a pocket knife on my keys. Not ideal, but we can work with it. You're going to have to cut one of the caps off. Do you think you can do that? Do I have a choice? Pretend it's like reverse operation. Don't touch anything but the sides. Okay, 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 okay. <sighs> Got it. Now what? Alright, now we do something that was meant to be done by a highly sophisticated robot designed by a government brain trust. Is there a hose in the alley anywhere? Yeah, I think so. Okay, grab it. Ooh, boy. Ooh, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb, huh? <laughs> Alright, kid, listen carefully. We only have one shot at this. We're going to need a highly concentrated stream of water from the hose, as high as you can get it, and you're going to want to aim it right at the thing's heart. The idea is to saturate this thing in its entirety, make it too waterlogged to even catch a spark. So, you want me to drown it? Like a clone of Hugh Jackman. Well, this is going to be one hell of a trick. What's happening? The timer stopped. That's good, right? It is. That's great. Good work, Gibson. Thanks. Hey, about that stuff I said before. We all say stupid stuff when we're scared. Don't sweat it. You're a good person, Victor. Yeah, I am. Possibly even the best person. In fact, if you ever wanted to erect a statue in my honor and carry on my legacy, I wouldn't be mad about it. Ah. Yeah, you're probably not even dead, right? Like we're going to find you hanging out in some cafe in France with Anne Hathaway. Hello? Victor? Oh, come on, dude. It was a joke. That guy is way too serious. Oh, come on! Are you serious, dude? So you've come back to die with your store. No. I refuse to finish that quote, especially if it could be the last thing I ever say. You know, when you told me you were a troll, you left out the part where you were also a card-carrying psychopath. A psychopath? Was it psychotic to share my vision with you? About a world free of political correctness, where we can do or say what we want without repercussions? I thought we were kindred spirits, Gibson. Brothers in arms. Family. I already have a family. And you tried to blow them up. I tried to liberate them from a world they don't belong in. So that I can save us all from the shackles of social righteousness that are imprisoning all of us. If you can't see the bigger picture of my mission through your own piety, then you're just another part of the problem. Fortunately, it's a problem you can't stop me from solving any longer. No. Holy shit! You just...
just dodged a friggin' bullet! How the hell did you do that? Don't know. Quick time event? Don't worry about it. What you should be worried about is what's gonna happen next. And what's that? You're gonna be taken to the deepest, darkest corner of Swift Industries, where a cell will be waiting to be the last place you ever call home. <laughs> How's the internet access? Non-existent. Yeah, see, that doesn't really work for me. Why would I care what works for you? Because of who works for me. Specifically the half-dozen or so advocates pointing laser-sided rifles at your head, neck, and chest right now. Wow. Overkill much? <laughs> Maybe. But you can never be sure when your target can dodge a bullet. You can, however, be pretty certain he can't dodge six. Fair point. But how do I know these aren't just laser pointers? You don't. Oh, but I invite you to find out for yourself. Pass. Good. Now, here's what's really going to happen. You're going to back away slowly and into your sad little comic book shop to reunite with your sad little friends and have a sad little life together. And what are you going to do? Whatever I damn well please. That's what this whole thing was all about. Freedom. Maybe one day you'll understand that. And when that day arrives, you have my Twitter handle. Oh, and if you're thinking about raiding our headquarters, don't bother. The boys back at base are already in the process of relocating us. By the time you chase our fire, all you'll find is smoke. Maybe, but we'll track you down sooner or later. I look forward to it. You know, I bought your lunch today. You never said thank you. And now I'll never have to. City as we have just received news of a bomb threat reported during the Women Appreciation Day event at Underdog Comics, a local business that has been popping up in my reports a lot lately for reasons that are quite frankly beyond me. So it seems our Jeffrey has had quite the day today, Victor. Don't suppose he had a little bit of a help from a friend. Gibson really came through. I'm proud of him. I'm sure you are. And he has saved his beloved bloody comic book store, Sing Hosanna. No. He saved his friends, Lorelai. And a lot of civilians, too. I call that a win. I haven't seen you this upbeat in quite some time. Well, I had quite the day myself. Then forgive me for darkening it. I'm afraid we can't put off the matter of your death certificate any longer. And I won't ask you to. Rip it up. Use it to line a birdcage. Burn it if you want to. I've made my choice. Well, that's good at least. May I ask how you came to this decision? Gibson. You know, he needs his friends to ground him, and for me, that's my family. Might not meet all the necessary qualifications for a traditional human existence, but I have what I have. And I want to make the most of it. So how do you intend to celebrate this new lease on life? I could pour another scotch and drink it in your honor, if you like. I think I'm going to go visit my brother Oscar. Tell him I'm still around. That sounds lovely. Not as lovely as having a second glass of scotch, mind you, but lovely all the same. Best of luck. Thanks, you too. Uh, well, with, with the scotch, I mean. Oh, Victor. Where I'm going, I don't need luck. Jeff! You're alive! Does that mean you took care of the bomb, or are you coming to tell us that we're all about to die? If it's the second thing, I'd really rather you not 
Tell me. I don't think I could handle it. Victor helped me disarm it. No one's getting blown up. The IR got away, though. He was here? Yeah. Pulled a gun on me, actually. Holy crap. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Well, I mean, he definitely tried to shoot me, but I dodged the bullet, so it didn't hit me. Did you just say you dodged the bullet? Yep. Must have gained enough experience points to level up and unlock a skill upgrade or something. That's incredible. I'm going to need a descriptive recounting of exactly what happened so that we can attempt to recreate the event in a controlled environment. Is that your simony way of telling me you're going to fire a gun at me? I don't see how else I could effectively analyze your new power set. Cool. Yeah. Great. I saved the store and Simon wants to shoot me. Hey, those two things are completely unrelated. So if you went all Neo on the Iyer guy, how'd he get away? He had backup. Lots of backup. But hey, the store is safe. So that's all that matters, right? That, and the fact that you're apparently not a bad guy anymore, unless... But you're... You're not going to, like, betray us while our guard is down or something right now, are you? No, my Foot Clan days are definitely over. From now on, I'm going to try to stay focused on truth and justice and stuff. Speaking of which, how did Women's Day go? Well, like most things we do, it started off with the best of intentions, and then it kind of fell flat on its face and never recovered. It was basically the new Fantastic Four movie in event form. Come on, Gwen, none of that was our fault. Everything was going great until Max kind of took over and ruined the last 20 minutes. Oh my god, it was exactly like the new Fantastic Four movie. Well, that doesn't sound... great. Uh, did you manage to win over that Amanda lady, at least? Actually, I'm not totally sure what happened to her. I've just been going through back issues. Found some pretty good stuff, I think. Um, oh, is the event over or something? Where'd everybody go? They had to run. Sorry, that was really lame. Can we pretend I didn't just say that? We can pretend all you want, men. But I, for one, am never going to forget. Not that I'm complaining or anything, Amanda, but why were we in the back this whole time instead of at the event anyway? I mean, we sort of put it together as a big apology to you. I never wanted any of that, though. I just wanted a store where I could buy comic books in peace, you know? Maybe get a few suggestions of what to read from the people who work there, and make a few friends along the way. With what happened the other day, I wasn't looking for any kind of grand gesture or anything. I just wanted an apology. Guess that's my cue, then. <clears throat> um, look, Amanda... I'm sorry for being such an ass yesterday. I've been thinking about why I acted like that, and I think I'm just scared. <laughs> scared of the future, uh, scared of the present, but mostly I'm just scared of change. It scares me that I'm getting older. Uh, it scares me that my little sister is about to graduate from college when I dropped out my sophomore year. I feel like life keeps moving forward and I'm never going to catch up. Um, the only thing that doesn't scare me is, you know, comic books. Movies, geek stuff, the stuff I can still understand, the stuff that doesn't challenge me. So when it does start challenging me, when it starts to grow up to, it scares me. Uh, my whole life, comics have given me so much comfort and safety that anyone having the opposite reaction never even occurred to me. It, 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 it was selfish of me to think that the comics I love couldn't make anyone feel alone or different. And now the world is changing, and that's a good thing. I was blaming the world for my problems, but I can't do that anymore. The world isn't my problem. I'm my problem. And from now on, I'm going to try to make sure that I'm not a problem for people like you anymore. Wow. That was... a lot. Oh, 
Uh, sorry, I... Uh, no, no. I appreciate your honesty. I just, you know, wasn't expecting so much. Wow. Wow, indeed. What a wonderful moment of personal growth this must be for you, Gorbson. It's Gibson. You know my name is Gibson. <laughs> I assure you, I do not. But I'm very touched by your candidness nonetheless. What the hell are you even still doing here, Max? Didn't we already thwart your cobblepot scheme? Ah, not quite. You see, my plan was only to commandeer your event in order to make off with the crowd of potential customers you so generously gathered. Elliot may have led most of them away, but it appears you have one customer left for the taking. So I will. Uh, take her, I mean. You there, naive female demographic. Put down those back issues and come buy things at my store immediately. We have a wide selection of pink, frilly things and books about cooking and cleaning that girls like yourself are presumably interested in. I love all of those things because I'm a woman and that's what's expected of me. I hate empowerment. Ugh. He's brainwashing you, Amanda. You're a strong feminist. Don't let him get to you. I believe all men are just inherently better than women because all the estrogen in our bodies makes us dumber. That's not biologically accurate at all. Yeah. This started out pretty bad, and now it's just offensive. What's offensive is that any woman would ever believe she were better than a man, when they're so much bigger and stronger than we timid ladyfolk. Brainwashed or not, I'm probably going to hit her soon. Wouldn't do any good. Being a lady person yourself, she would never listen to you no matter how many times you hit her. Just like any good woman, she only takes orders from men. Like all men? Well... Naturally, men would know better than women, so yes, all men. Great. Amanda, punch Max as hard as you can in the face so you can start making your own decisions. Wait. <clears throat> Holy shit. Damn. Max must have a hell of a glass jaw. He's out cold. Did I just punch that guy? You did. Fulfilling a fantasy I think we have all had since we met him. Good work, Gibson. Looks like knocking Max unconscious disrupted his power over Amanda. Power? What are you talking about? Eh, don't worry about it. How about I just ring up those back issues you picked out? Um, I, I mean, assuming I still work here, I guess. Oh, right. That. Listen, Gib, we didn't mean to gang up on you like that yesterday. Yeah. It was really out of line. No, I, I'm glad you guys did that. I need to know there was a limit to how much of my crap you guys are willing to take. Gib, without you being you, the store would be a hole in the ground. You really saved the day, buddy. Sometimes the world needs a troll. You just had to learn to use your powers for good. So I can still get mad at stuff? You wouldn't be you otherwise. And I get my job back? You get your job back. All right! Jeff Gibson, back in business. Ah, now, Amanda, how about we get you some uh, ice for that right hook? That sounds great, actually. My hand, like, really hurts. So... What back issues did you end up with? I got a few of the new Batgirl, some issues of Captain Marvel, and then I found an orphan Black comic, and I really liked the show, so I thought I'd try it out. Can I make a suggestion? Sure. Skip the orphan Black comic. The show is great, but the problem with licensed comics is that all the important stuff has to be saved for the show, so the comics are left with super lame side stories that can't affect anything. Not worth it. Oh, thanks. That's actually good advice. If you want to read a comic based on a TV show you love, try picking out ones based on shows that are over but are continuing in comics. Those are usually the only ones that really matter. Any recommendations? How much time do you have?
I can't say I thought this whole situation would end with them walking off into the sunset. But it looks like somehow, despite himself, Gibson made a new friend. Do we really think it was the best idea to give Gibson permission to be a troll? Yeah, isn't that just asking for trouble? Maybe. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people that hate him. It won't be easy. Gibson isn't the employee Underdog Comics deserves, but he's the one it needs right now. So we'll reprimand him, because he can take it. Because he's not just our employee. He's a loquacious guardian. A spiteful protector. A snark knight. Where's the minigun? Somebody call in an airstrike. We're getting eaten alive. Shit. I'm hit. I gotta respawn. Cover me from sniper fire. I can't. Some dick's using an unlimited ammo mod and keeping me buried under fire. I'm trapped in cover. If I move, I'm dead. A new player has entered the game. What's happening over there? Somebody just saved my ass. Hey, little brother. Victor? (laughs) Did your brother seriously just save you? That's so lame. Betrayal! Oh, what? Your brother shot me. As soon as I respawn, I'm gonna... Big Bobby Bickle 1999 has left the game. You're gonna have to wait for the next game. When did you start playing online, Victor? Look, I know I've... I know I've sort of been out of the picture for a while to say things have been crazy. Well, that'd be a pretty big understatement. But I'm back around now, and I promise it's going to stay that way if I have anything to say about it. Cool, Vic. I've missed you. I'm glad to have you back. I'm glad to be back. What do you say? You want to shoot some trash-talking eight-year-olds in the face or what? (laughs) Always. if you got the memo, but we actually had to move today because of your little pet project. This isn't our base of operations anymore. Mr. Iyer, there are very few things in this world that I'm not aware of. I deliberately chose this place for our meeting. Why is that? Video games are... a hobby of mine. Really? You don't exactly strike me as the type. Because I'm a woman... Not in this particular case. It just seems like you'd have other priorities. We all have priorities, but we also need ways to blow off steam from time to time, and this happens to be mine. Can you guess why? The flashing lights and pretty colors? They're predictable. People get caught up in the moment, and they miss what the game's really showing them. Every machine in this building is simply a series of patterns put in front of you, daring you to figure them out. Once you see that, everything comes into focus, and it's much more difficult to be distracted by the flashing lights and pretty colors. It's really sort of zen. Sure, whatever, lady. You have my money or what? Do I look like someone who is satisfied by mediocrity? Make no mistake, I do not reward failure. Hey, I did everything I was supposed to do. I got him to turn on his friends, I put the bomb in the store, I followed the damn plan. You didn't bother to tell me the guy could dodge bullets. Really? Well, that is impressive. It's something, all right. And I think I deserve a little compensation for services rendered. That's not really how this works, but 
Given the extreme and rather unique circumstances of this particular endeavor, I find myself unusually empathetic. In light of that, I have something else on the horizon. Something very big, and I would like to offer you a chance to be a part of it. How big we talking? Big enough to change everything. Something that big is going to take a lot of manpower. Something you have an abundance of. They won't come cheap. That won't be an issue. They're going to want more information, though. I need to know what we're working toward. All this talk about focus and patterns and predictability? What's it all mean? What are you preparing for? It's simple, Mr. Iyer. The game is about to get bigger. By Night is executive produced by Scott Corelli and Nick Jimenez. Co-executive produced by Cassandra Fredrickson. Starring Chris O'Connor as Jeff Gibson. Ray Russo as Gwen Allen. Matt Mazel as Elliot Markowitz. Andrew Ball as Simon Holt. Morgan Spencer as Mindy Gibson. Naomi Wong as Lorelai Swift. Jay Malone as Victor Conrad. Scott Tofty as Max Carmichael and Nick Jimenez as Billy. Also starring, Mark Allen Jr. as The Iyer, Lindsay Lorraine as Amanda Hill, and Rachel Gatlin as Mystery Woman. Additional voice work by Rhonda C. Mitchell, Nicole Grieco, Bradley William Smith, Warren Blackie, Jeremy Heaps, Nolan Tajijan, Josh Chichester, and Garrick Young. Casting by Chelsea Kern. Under the Bridge, written by Michael Austin Gulick and Sean Gantworker. Directed by Ray Ruzzo. Edited by Scott Corelli. Geek by Night theme by Zach Gibson. Original score and final mix by Scott Tofty. Credits read by Brian Brown. Geek by Night, created by Scott Corelli. All characters in this work are entirely fictitious. Any resemblance to real persons, living or dead, is purely coincidental. Copyright 2016, Dueling Genre Productions. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 